Hi everyone. Uh, so before we get into this review, I keep referring to uh, the production being Hong Kong-like, and I mean that—that's a feeling I got. Uh, but it definitely is run by a Russian director. Apparently, it is a Russian movie. Um, you know what? I don't know where the CG artist came from. I don't know about where the sound processing came from. Uh, there, there's a lot of Chinese involved in the movie too. I have no idea who did what when. Uh, it may all be Russian, solely a Russian production, but I don't think so. Uh, still, I could be wrong. My point still stands, so, I mean, let's say it's not a Hong Kong pro production. I am comparing it to a lot of Hong Kong productions where uh, the faults and uh, post-production issues are in quite a few Hong Kong movies. So, just consider it a comparison, uh, you know... Having said that, listen to the review, or at least the first five minutes of it, or six minutes of it. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I hope you do too. Bye. Hey everyone, so uh, it's going to be a, a review, and I mean, I want to do a positive one after watching Suicide Squad too. Um, I'm just not even going to give a rating for this because I don't think I'm able to look at it at, from a non-biased perspective. The movie's called The Iron Mask and it features Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. It's 2014 and I remember a long time ago, uh, you know, like 2012 or so, uh, I remember Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about I finally get to be in a movie with Jackie Chan, and I get to fight him, and everything, it's so exciting, right? So, that's this movie, and, you know, I'm a fan of Arnie and, and uh, Jackie Chan, and so, that's why I say that I can't review this from a non-biased perspective. As you can tell, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, the movie's for kids, very much for kids, okay? But it does have flaws. The fight scenes are not the problem. They really aren't. I, I thoroughly enjoy the, um, the artwork of the choreography. It's uh, wire-supported choreography and um, very, you know... Not necessarily totally superpowered, but somewhat superpowered. It's it's not like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where they're literally flying across the screen in this Art Nouveau type of bullshit dance crap. Uh, yeah, apparently I'm in the minority for hating Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but I, I fucking hate that movie. I don't like the fight scenes. You know, it's more like... Uh, there's quite a bit of just regular martial arts moves, and it's exhibition martial arts, right? There's a difference between martial arts trying to really cause pain to people and exhibition martial arts, right? Exhibition is where you get to see the form and they flow from one stance to another, and, and nobody's gonna be fighting for that long for 15 minutes. You just don't have the energy to do that. Uh, but that's what the exhibition martial arts really is like you know so it's in a lot of ways it's it's unlike most Jackie Chan films 
most Jackie Chan films are straight up punches and kicks, right? Uh, of course, you know, Rumble in the Bronx has some extended fight and run scenes that were, you know, absolutely fantastic. It's the difference between m most Jackie Chan films and movies like uh, uh, Ong Bak, stuff like that, where they are trying to really hurt, and exhibition martial arts, where, I mean, it's just kind of pretty, for lack of a better word. It's, it's pretty. It's eye candy. And... Uh, you know, they, they have wire work to support it, but the people are mostly doing their katas and stuff like that, you know, in, in a sparring fashion. So that's what I enjoy. I enjoy that. I think it's fantastic. If you like movies like that, you'll at least find something to truly enjoy. Uh, one of the really cool things is that it's... Oh, one second. L listening. It, it switched to M.A.S.H., and it's really loud. Uh, I had to turn it off. So, uh, this movie uh, goes across a couple of continents. And you have European, Russian, and Japanese, uh, or not Japanese, uh, Chinese um, uh, characters and nations in the mix. So... You've got a lot of different combat forms. And this movie, that, that's what you're going to see this movie for. It's, it's a fairy tale, a martial arts fairy tale, right? So they managed to incorporate uh, Russian, classic Russian martial arts and dance forms uh, into some of the, uh, you know, the, the couple of Chinese kung fu forms, right? Of course, Kung Fu just means master, but you, you get what I mean. And they also have, when Arnold Schwarzenegger's fighting, he uses a very strong brawling technique uh, compared to Jackie Chan's, uh, you know, like, uh, form, which is, he uses to resist, you know, much of what Jackie Chan does, he tries to take stances and motions similar to what you would imagine a dragon, you know, uh, would fight like if they were human. And uh, the martial arts in the sparring tells a story, right? That's what all uh, choreographers try to do in terms of, of, of choreographing uh, the uh, you know, martial arts and fight scenes. They try to tell a story. And I, I, I mean, I just, I just really enjoy that. Now, as far as the story goes, it, it's a fantastic story. It's also a very, very Hong Kong movie. And if anybody is familiar with Hong, Hong Kong produ production values, especially for kids, you know you're going to run up into a couple of these aspects. One aspect is uh, the goddamn music. The goddamn music's everywhere. And, uh, I mean, you just, it's kind of jarring for Western audiences to watch uh, fantasy movies, you know, children's fantasy movies from China. It really is in a lot of ways. If you're not familiar with the technique of post-production that they have over there, you're going to be like, what the fuck? 
you know, why, why am I doing this? Why am I looking at this? Uh, you know, what the hell did they do? The music mixing is, is not Western style music mixing. Uh, music, music mixing is very much, let's keep the music in the forefront, right? Let's have it non-fucking-stop. I, I hate it. I hate it when they do that. The music, at least, is, is pretty amazing music, you know? Unfortunately, it doesn't always match what's going on. The other issue with Hong Kong, you know, Chinese children's movies, in an effort to make them shorter... They will often cut critical scenes or critical transitions. And, oh, it happens. There are at least four major critical transitions where you're like, boy, they just kind of voiced over what they were going to do and they immediately moved from one scene to another in one sentence without explaining why or how it just fucking happened. And all you could think of is, I bet in the script they had at least 30 more seconds written down. But when they shot it, they said, oh, let's speed this up a bit. Just say that and we'll fix it. <laughs> or uh, let me just cut from one scene to another and then we're going to have a clumsy voiceover explaining that cut. It, it, it happens so often in Hong Kong children's live action movies that it's almost like it's been adopted as the go-to style, you know? So I don't know if I can properly critique it and say that means that the editing is bad. It's just... Why couldn't you have spared an extra minute to resolve that action that just took place? So we have a proper transition. I mean, it happens at least four major times where it is very noticeable and you're like, no, they screwed up. And finally, another thing about Hong Kong post-production. Now, maybe this is true only with dubs that are brought over, except I have watched some movies in the, the original language just because they didn't dub it. And I think it's true no matter what. The sound quality on the dubbing and the sound mixing is just not that great. If those things bother you, you're going to be bothered by this movie. Now, as far as graphics goes, listen, they're not Disney, right? They're not Industrial Light and Magic. Uh, but the graphical graphics artists tried, you could tell that they worked their butts off. And they were probably given an unreasonable deadline. Having said that, it's very clear that the dragon, because this movie's about a dragon, it's very clear that the dragon, uh, when you see him, is definitely... I mean, it's not super realistic looking, right? It's like the same level of graphics as Dragonheart from... 22 years ago. Okay. Or even long way. Maybe it was 25 years ago. God, Dragonheart is old. I'm old. Damn. Anyway, uh, you get what I mean. It's the CGI. However, 
they did something very unique and very uh, ingenious, I think. Knowing that they couldn't make the dragon realistic. Although there's some really good shots of it, you know, where you think, well, that's actually kind of good. I, I can enjoy this, you know, because, I mean, I grew up on Hercules' legendary journey, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, there was some... There was some CGI that I grew up with. It was very, very bad. I mean, I knew it at the time. And don't say, oh, well, they didn't know it at the time. No, we fucking knew it at the time. We did. Uh, which is why uh, when people would get creative with the CGI, or, or CG, computer graphics, when people would get creative with it, we could respect it. Like, they knew that they couldn't pass it off as real, so they decided, let's make sure it looks fake, but in an awesome way. That's what you get with the dragon. It look, I mean, you know it's fake, but they make sure that they make it awesome fake. So this dragon's got glowing electricity in his body and, and little bulbs of light. So he looks uh, super, super real, right? He, he looks, the, the dragon looks like uh, he doesn't really belong on this earth. He's a mystical creature. So you know what? It's actually kind of cool. It's kind of cool, the, these lights dancing through the dragon's body. They knew that they couldn't make the CGI look good. They knew that they couldn't get the, you know, the skin to look good, the, the texturing. So what do you do? You make it look like it's a fantasy creature, because it is a fantasy creature. Uh, instead of uh, being a fantasy creature that is in real life, it's a fantasy creature from like another dimension, another reality. with with lights shining behind the the scales and all sorts of stuff and so they did that to say okay yeah 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 we're not going to fool you but instead let's give you something cool to look at and uh, i enjoy that i enjoy that approach you know if you can't make it look super good or super real make it look you know capitalize on what it does look like make sure that it looks alien right make sure it looks different and they did a fantastic job. And, you know, that's also something that I have to say about some computer graphics artists out there, or some computer, you know, uh, things, plans, or uh, however you want to say, uh, portrayals. Sometimes computer graphics, especially mystical creatures, you don't need to make them real. You know, you don't need to make sure that the feathers look like real feathers off an eagle because you got the special texture and your, you know, that type of stuff like with the griffins. You, you can actually make it look like it doesn't really belong and make something special about it. And then it's, you know, it's got its own life to it. You know, uh... So if I'm going to talk about CG, I mean, you're not going to see the original Sonic the Hedgehog that looked like a toddler with human teeth, you know, from, from the original plans that Paramount had. You're going to see something like uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog that they wound up with, only a little bit, you know, a little bit less molded into the scenery, a little bit more, you know, fun, I should say, with this dragon, you know, if you can imagine that. So it looks good doesn't look real doesn't need to look real plot very simple plot like I said though because of some of the editing issues 
they jump, they, they make like giant leaps at different points in the movie just to save time. I mean, if this were a Disney film, they wouldn't have made those leaps, they would have flushed out those scenes, and it would have been about 15 or 20 minutes longer. But I guess they wanted to make sure they cut the cost and they got everything down. Uh, several of the actors are speaking multiple different multiple languages. Uh, they're not, and I don't mean like Chinese and English. I mean, you're, uh, one of them, the woman, I actually think she might have been speaking French. I may be wrong. Uh, yeah, definitely a variety of languages that they're speaking. So they all, all had to dub it over. But that's okay. I mean, I, did, I, I dealt with it. So, I, I can't give it a rating. All I can say is, I really enjoyed it. I had fun. I watched it. Um, it's got flaws. I, I mean, if I were to grade it based off of its flaws and going into it, I mean, compared to some other Hong Kong kid-oriented movies, it's definitely not a high, you know, very high production movie. But I think that people... I mean, I would probably give it three and a half out of five stars. Maybe, yeah, three and a half out of five stars. I think it's fair. Because two and a half is literally what I consider to be the minimum effort for it to be in the movie theater. The minimum effort for it to have gone through production. It's two and a half for me. So three and a half is, well, uh, you know, above the minimum effort. They did put a lot of effort in it. There's, some there's a lot of effort put into a lot of aspects of the film. Um, and then there are aspects that they didn't put as much effort as they should have. Uh, you know, I, I think that every little kid in China who saw it, or every little kid in the Philippines, or, or anybody, because it, it had a worldwide release. I mean, it, a, lot of, a lot of people across the world saw it. Every little kid who saw it, looks it looks cool and there's a dragon at the end i mean what's cooler than that right i mean i grew up with dragon slayer you know i grew up with dragon slayer the most quintessential dragon in the history of cinema next to maleficent and even then she's not really a dragon she turns into one so a, a dragon that was always a dragon yeah, Dragon Slayer. This one, I mean, if I were little and I saw this, if I was like six or seven, man, that would be it for me. This would be my movie. So, I really, really, really don't agree with Internet Movie Database slapping, you know, and, and the user rating of four and a half to four, four point seven out of ten. What the actual fuck? The movie is more enjoyable than that. Uh, unless you have real problems with Hong Kong style films. And it really is a completely different approach to filmmaking. Uh, you know, try to get it knocked out fast. Do the minimum that you can to tell the story. You know, spend the money elsewhere. Save pinch pennies, but also try to have a spectacular uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. People, there are people out there that hate that type of film production. They absolutely hate it. 
I'm telling you right now, if you can get beyond that, just the visuals, the storytelling of the combat is very enjoying. The storytelling of the dragon, you know, the computer graphics at the end. Of course, it has a strong message, you know, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger learns a lesson from Jackie Chan. I got to be in a movie with Jackie Chan, right? And so, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, uh, James Hook. Oh, yeah, they just put names on characters, right? That's another thing about about uh, the, the, some of these Chinese movies, Hong Kong movies. They just slap whatever name they can on a character. He's not James Hook from Peter Pan, but he's a James Hook, right? Uh, if he had lived in a different time and era, right? So he's actually a good guy. Um, you know, they've got the Peter the Great, Tsar, Peter the, Peter the Great. And... Uh, Oh God, the the husband. He's he's actually named he's named after a famous cartographer. They got a cute little animal, a uh, demon guy, and uh, I mean I don't know. You if you got kids, you got six year old kids. The things on Hulu, go and watch it. I mean, just sit down with them, enjoy the movie, enjoy the fight scenes, enjoy the dragon, enjoy the. Uh, because uh, the dragon's a good guy, by the way. The dragon's a good guy. You know, and, and kids, they always love to hear a different story. Like, they always hear about dragons being bad guys. What about a dragon that's a good guy? Oh, that's a good guy dragon. Oh, that's so cool. You know? I mean, I grew up with dragons like Firmithrax Pejorative from Dragon Slayer and, and Maleficent. They were fucking evil. Uh, so I was always looking for a good dragon. You know, and my friends who grew up with... Uh, my younger friends who grew up with Dragonheart, they said, it's a good dragon, it's Sean Connery. But, of course, you all know how Dragonheart ends. It's like, that's the only reason why I refuse to see that damn movie. Under no circumstances am I... Yeah, no. No, that that just hurts me in the heart. An evil dragon, they can die. Good dragons? I can't bear to watch a good dragon die. And uh, so this good dragon lives. This good dragon is, you know... Uh, flying around, electricity, saving the day, and of course the true message at the end, and the moral at the end, is that, um, you know, it's about what's inside that counts, that type of thing. Great for kids, great fantasy, great storytelling, it's, it's like a fairy tale that was manufactured, it's not retelling an, an old fairy tale, it's creating a new one. And uh, I just love it. You know, for kids, it's, it's, a, it's a fun show. So, uh, and it actually has a plot, right? It's not a contradictory plot either. It actually has a good plot. And the action, all of the action has meaning to it. Unlike so many other children's movies out there, all of the action has actual meaning to it. So there, the plot matters. The action matters. And, you know, Suicide Squad 2, there are several instances where the action does not matter. And the plot does not matter. And uh, I, I'm bringing that up not to trash Suicide Squad 2, but to emphasize that when you're watching a movie, everything should matter in the movie. Somehow, some way. And it all matters. Uh, and I just enjoy it. Uh, of course, you know, a... 
you know, I don't know. We just don't have enough movies about rescuing a dragon. You know, we don't. A good dragon. A dragon that uh, recognizes when people are good and gives them strength to help them uh, help them fight whatever evils may lie in their path. That I, I like those stories, you know. And, uh, I mean, it's, all, it's also good to have the dragons that are evil who try to stop you and you can conquer them, right? So you have two different stories there. The evil dragons, you have to conquer the big obstacles. And then you also have uh, the obstacle or the, the sources of power that reward you for trying your best and, and being a good person and that type of thing. Uh, you might find a dragon is giving you the support you need to overcome other obstacles. And that's kind of sort of, you know, in general, that's, that's uh, a basic message in this movie. And, uh, you know, I, I like that. I like that movie, you know. I, I like that uh, plot. I like that message. I think it's great for kids. And, of course, uh, very similar messages in other kids' films. Um, and, then, you know, I mean, I'm sure if, if you've watched Kung Fu Panda way too many times, then go ahead and watch this one. So uh, I've, I've promoted this movie. I pumped this movie. I'm not getting pay, paid by a person. This is, you know, I'm just reviewing. Uh, spent a half an hour saying go see this movie, and I babbled. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just if you can sit back and enjoy a kid film, positive. And, you know, you know what? Just it's free on Hulu. It's worth watching just to see Arnold Schwarzenegger fight Jackie Chan. And uh, I'm not going to say who wins or loses. Because the reality is, basically they both win at the end, right? So I'm not going to say who wins or loses, because that's not the point. It's, uh, it's a fantastic, it's just fantastic to watch. You know, of course I'm a fan I'm a fan of Jackie Chan. I'm a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So maybe my vision's clouded. You know, but you know what? The princess fight at the end? There's a princess fight at the end. The princess versus uh, the witch and uh, her underlings, right? It's a badass fight. Okay? It's a badass fight. You got a badass dragon. And you also have a badass fight with, with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. What more do you want? All right? That's my review. That's my review right there. Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Princess Fight, um, a dragon, cute little demon guy that helps him out, kind of like Gizmo. <laughs> Loved it, absolutely. Uh, you know, if you could, if you if you can get on that level, it's worth it, and that's what the movie's about. So, those four point five reviews on Internet Movie Database are bullshit, just bullshit. Anyway, you have a wonderful day. Take care.